Welcome, everybody. It is Sunday here on Han Talks First, and I am your host, Han, and this is a Star Wars podcast where we talk everything Star Wars, but today, more specifically, we're talking about the Bad Batch. Every Sunday, we do the Bad Batch reviews here on the show, and today we're talking about Episode 7 and Episode 6 because I forgot to do one last week. It's not that I forgot. It's just actually that I ran out of time. I have a very busy week and a lot of pretty awesome things to share with you guys soon. And you can hear about that uh, tomorrow on the Han Talks First regular scheduled show. So without further ado, let's get into it. Welcome if you're joining us live. Yes, I'm doing this live. Normally I do them pre-recorded, but it was a time thing. So it actually saves me time to record it live uh, rather than editing a video together or a podcast episode. So there you have it. And if this does well, then maybe we'll do more live shows for the Bad Batch reviews going on down the road but welcome thanks for joining us today and uh really quickly you know there is a tipping option for this channel if you want to support us it's streamelements.com slash hauntalks first slash tip you can submit your questions also tip the show and we'll use them here as topics to discuss on han talks first and also just for fun i wanted to also mention you know yesterday me and my girlfriend started our loki after show which just premiered We'll be doing that every week, talking about the new Loki series on Disney+. And it's hosted by myself and my lovely girlfriend, Chris. So you can find us every weekend discussing that as well. And there's going to be so much more to come because there's so much stuff coming to Disney+. And I'm excited. You're excited. We're all excited. So let's jump into it and let's start talking about The Bad Batch. Since episode six is kind of a week old now and it's old news at this point i'm gonna go through it as quickly as i can so we can really start talking about episode seven which is where all the juices are right so episode six we finally got to see some of omega training at last you know and she's finally starting to become an involved member of the crew and which is nice because i was kind of getting sick and tired of them being just like you stay behind and then she ends up sneaking along on their on their adventures and then getting into trouble and just causes so much unnecessary drama. <laughs> so I'm glad they're finally giving her that shot because she deserves it. And ultimately, we knew we were leading up to this point in her story. So it's good to see that from her. And I loved, I loved her bow, her, her like halo style bow and arrow with the phasma shots. Oh, so cool. I want one for myself. It was, it's probably right now one of my favorite Star Wars weapons that I've seen. And it was just so cool to look at. And you guys know what I'm talking about. And the other thing we saw in from episode six that was notably to point out was the return of those two Cortez sisters from season seven of the Clone Wars, Trace and Rafa. It was a little jarring to see them in this because I never thought I would see them again. But it was kind of cool to see them kind of pay homage to season seven of Clone Wars, which just also reaffirms to me that the Bad Batch is literally just season eight of the Clone Wars. As simple as that. It's a it's a continuous 
following along with a story, brings in old characters, revisits people, such as Rex 2, which we'll talk about in a couple minutes here. Uh, one of my favorite parts of episode six, which I want to point out, was actually a joke. And it actually made me laugh out loud. Uh, the show really doesn't do that for me. It's just kind of enjoyable to watch. But one joke that really stuck the landing for me was when Tr- Rafa was saying, we need a plan. And then Trace turns around and she's just like, we need a plan. And then Rafa is just like, is there an echo in here? And then Echo comes up and he says, yes. She's like, what? I'm Echo. What can I help you with? <laughs> that that really set well with me. I thought that was a great joke. It was very well played. Um, and I don't know. I just wanted to mention that really quickly. But then, of course, season or season episode six introduces Wrecker falling to the dark side, if you will. And his inhibitor chip is starting to activate from being from banging his head up against that pillar uh, earlier in the episode. So that was interesting to see, too is not only are their inhibitor chicks uh, defective because they are defective clones, but they can be activated by a simple pop on the head or like a blowing on the N- Nintendo 64 console. You remember that when the game wouldn't work, so you had to blow on it and then put it back in and it would magically work again. So I probably shouldn't say the clones work if you blow them, but we're going to forget I said that. <laughs> so basically nothing really major happened in episode six except for the ending the tag was that there was a mysterious figure in a hologram form talking to uh or trying to locate the bad batch and it they were talking to trace and rafa cortez and everyone online was speculating oh my god it's mace window it's obi-wan kenobi ah it's fucking yoda you know there's so many theaters theaters theories and i thought that was pretty hilarious because i i didn't think that and to be honest i watched the episode really late so i saw the theories before i saw this and i was like oh cool mace is in there or or obi-wan is going to be in there or something then i watched the episode and i'm just like we we only saw this guy's shoulder how does that tell you anything about who it is and needless to say it was not a jedi it was not mace window it wasn't obi-wan it was nobody it was simply rex Rex showed up. So that was cool. That was really nice to see. I'm glad they're bringing back other clones, especially Rex, which is really great. But seeing him in the show, I don't know, it kind of made it, made it more grounded for me. It made me realize we're actually going somewhere with this. We're going to tie in how the story of Clone Wars falls into Rebels, which is exciting. So he was the mysterious figure all along. And we'll talk more about Rex as we continue this discussion. But uh, before we get into it, I want to mention one thing that I really liked about episode seven. And again, it was another joke. <laughs> if there's a good joke, I'm going to point it out. So in episode seven, Tech was, or I'm sorry, the Sid was telling them their next mission or whatever. And she was just like, you don't want to see my ugly side. And Tech is just like, this isn't her ugly side. <laughs> I was like, that's a really rude comment. But he made it anyway. So that's the joke that landed with me for episode seven. Now, as far as what else goes on in this episode, well, we find out that Omega has a bunch of dirty little secrets that she is not sharing with the rest of the team. What do I mean by that? First of all, she recognized that Rex was a generation one clone by the lines in his face. 
She's extremely observant. But what would a clone need to know that information for? How would she know that? What is her purpose? She also mentioned that she does not have an inhibitor chip. What was the meaning behind that? You know, and it also goes without mentioning that she's also a girl. All the other clones are guys. So more and more we learn that she knows so much more about the clones, about the cloning process, and the science behind it all. But no one's asking her the right questions. She obviously has answers, but no one is asking her the questions. And I want to know more about her. And it seems as simple as them just asking, hey, yo, what's your deal? And I think she would answer because she's very blunt, you know, in an innocent childlike way. But it's just something I wanted to point out. You know, she, she constantly is dropping more information over and over. And uh, I would just like to see more of that. Um, I see some people in the chat. Welcome, Goku Black Q. Be my apprentice. Learn to use the... Let me say that in Palpatine voice. Be my apprentice. Learn to use the dark side of the force. That was a terrible impression, but it was on the spot. So you're going to have to let that slide. So also, you know, in the last previous episode, we saw Rex's... Did I say Rex? Wrecker's inhibitor chip is starting to reactivate once again. So in this episode, it start, he starts to, you know, fall into that line where he's like, good soldiers follow orders. And it's really starting to affect him up to the point where it activates. And he starts to go after the Bad Batch. And then he starts to go after Omega. And, you know, all of this was... They were trying to remove the chips because Rex knew that they were getting close to their time of it activating. Rex is a very smart guy, very observant guy. So when he brought them to this planet Baraka to use one of the Jedi ships so they could get into the med bay and take out the inhibitor chips, it was all methodically planned. But there was one little Easter egg in there that I wanted to point out. You know, when they got to Baraka, it was actually the same exact planet that was used of Cal Kestis living the where he lived the planet I'm sorry the planet he lived on in Jedi Fallen Order the ship junkyard so we finally got a reference to the video game which we have yet to you know have acknowledged in its, its existence in Star Wars canon up until now so that was really nice to see too but it also begs the question does this mean that they're going to hint that hey we acknowledge the game exists and we're going to plant some more seeds that Fallen Order 2 is coming, which we know it's coming. It's purely obvious. I mean, the game was very successful, and there was already a leak about the game having a sequel. It's coming. We just got to be patient. But anyway, going onto the planet Broca was very inspiring to see in hopes to get a new Star Wars video game soon. And then, of course, on Broca, they fight a Dianoga, which is the same exact monster that was in A New Hope, one of the very first monsters we see that they attack anyway, and the one in the trash compactor. I thought that was really cool to see as well. And it reminded me of this story that Mark Hamill tells on when they were on set of A New Hope and they were shooting the trash compactor scene. And apparently it was a very stressful day. George Lucas was kind of stressing out and he was not having a good time. He was worried about how that, that it would turn out. So Mark Hamill tried to find a way to make George laugh to take the stress off. So he picked up a piece of prop that was in the trash compactor that looked like poo. And he looked at George and he said, pardon me, George, 
could this be dying and apparently george cracked up and it made the rest of the day go by very smoothly so i thought that was cute i wanted to share that as well um but seeing a dianoga in action was pretty cool it also looked like a sarlacc in some ways so maybe they're related i'm sure there's an answer for that i just don't know it but anyway they end up you know bringing wrecker back down they take out his inhibitor chip and they take out everyone else's inhibitor chip and then they go about their merry way and they part with rex and say yo we'll see you soon you know where to find us blah 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 but they're still on the planet Braca and they haven't left yet. Which makes me wonder how the hell are they going to get out of there because they rode with Rex. So I don't know. But anyway, we see that the guards of this shipyard planet find them through their telescope and they announce to the Empire, hey, we found the Bad Batch, Clone Force 99. We'll, we'll keep a watch on them and come find them. They're right here. So you know what that means? I think we're about to get the return of Crosshair. And I know a lot of people will be excited for that. He's a lot of people's favorite character. Understandably so. He's got a cool voice. But they're not out of the clear yet. So the next episode will probably have to do with them running away from Crosshair. And knowing now that they are completely inhibitor-free, they shouldn't stumble across any other obstacles related to that. And I'm sure they're going to probably capture Crosshair, try to do the same thing to him because they're currently on that planet with the med bay where they could do that so we'll have to wait and see but like i said it was going to be a short episode today that's all i got for you sorry i missed last week i'm going to try and make sure we get it next sunday as well and uh thank you guys if anyone watched it live i appreciate it and if you're watching on the playback thank you so much if you're watching on uh, youtube feel free to subscribe we do new videos all the time here and tomorrow monday at 12 p.m. pacific time we are going live with the regular scheduled han talks first show Tons of great news to discuss. Tons of stuff that other people aren't discussing. So you'll have to come by and see what we're talking about there. And if you're listening on the podcast, please follow, rate, review. You know, we're on Spotify, Apple, Stitcher, any podcasting app of choice. We are there. But thank you guys so much for listening today. Uh, we will see you again very soon. I hope you have a good rest of your week. And I hope you're enjoying the Bad Batch. So now, my friends, somehow, someway, somewhere, this week, may the force be with you. So who talks first? You talk first. I talk first.